Light attracts light. Love attracts love. Things will come into your life. You're listening to the Self-Adore Podcast, hosted by Ellie Bannon and Clea Martin. Our mission is to inspire you to step into your magic and allow self-love to flow into your world. Our transition into becoming full-time entrepreneurs sparked our journey into a deeper practice of self-love. On this pod, we'll cover topics ranging from self-care, wellness, passion, mindfulness, and personal growth. We'll share our own experiences and bring on fabulous guests that will shift the conversation around self-love, making it feel more inviting and empowering. Stay tuned for a new episode each week that will inspire you to self-adore. Thanks for spending time with us. Here we go. Welcome to the Self-Adore podcast. Welcome back. So happy to have you. We are diving into episode (laughs) 1.5, one and a half episodes. (laughs) So we just wrapped up recording our first few launch episodes and they were totally awesome. We can't wait for you to listen to them and share them. We felt so, so inspired when we were talking and they really, they really were messages from our heart and Mm -hmm. our soul. But once we kind of took a look back at the episodes, we realized that we had missed a huge part of something that was so important, which was the power of a self-adore. This is, (laughs) this is really the essence of what we want to be putting out there. And we kind of skimmed over it because we were so eager to dive into other topics that were important to us. So, oops, oops. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) So we are backtracking a little bit and diving into this episode, the power of self-adore with a lot of intention. We spent a lot of time, Clea and I, thinking through this episode to bring you something that was truly intentional and thoughtful and hopefully really helpful. The whole message of this episode is really about the power, the feeling, the why behind self-adore, self-love, self-care, and the feeling of living in a true self-adoring place. So with that being said, Clea, here we go. I'm going to read you a quote from one of our all-time favorite self-love books. It's called Heart Talk by Cleo Wade. When you throw a lit match into a fire, The two separate lights never fail to find each other and join as one. This is the same with the energy of love. Love always detects the energy of love, and light never fails to join forces with more light. When we are in a state of positive and loving energy, the whole room feels it. Maybe even the whole world feels it. Embody love and light with actions and thoughts that are positive, uplifting, caring, and considerate. And you will find that you attract others who do the same. Ah, I love that. Love Cleo. She always knows. Always has the words. Okay, so why self-adore? We really want to chat around how this is a choice. We're going to talk a lot about 
um, our experiences with self-adore, what it feels like to be living in self-adore, and why we really hope that you will take one step closer to finding ways to fill your soul and fill yourself with the loving light of authentic self-love. No matter where you are in your self-love journey, whether you are just beginning or feel like you've done a lot of work already around it, the awesome thing about self-adoring is that there is always more space for it. There is always more room to grow, always more doors to be open, and that is a really powerful thing to think about. And we love to think about self-adore, self-love, self-care as a journey. It is a lifelong journey, but we wanted to start off by talking about self-adore as a state of mind to get you kind of thinking about where you're currently at. So do you love who you are? That's a question that, you know, we don't really ask ourselves. We don't really get asked. So in this episode, we're going to kind of just break down how to tell if you are living in self-adore and living in your light. And we hope to also kind of hold you accountable to that. If you were to kind of be asked right now, do you love yourself or Mm. do you love parts of yourself? Most likely you would say yes, because that is something that hopefully you do feel or Mm -hmm. that you want to feel. And so it's hard to kind of step back and observe how you actually observe yourself Mm -hmm. and how you actually feel as you walk through your life and through your everyday thing. There are a few things that we have personally observed, um, a few years ago and through our self-love journey that were clear signs that we weren't Mm -hmm. totally in love with ourselves and adoring ourselves and treasuring and respecting ourselves Um, and things that we have also observed other people doing that have maybe hurt us and when sort of giving that a a look at or an analysis it is that they are also not living in self-love and that it can be hurtful if you are around that so these are a few signs um these are just some of them there's probably a lot of others but hopefully these can kind of just like get your brain flowing for what maybe and you know these things sometimes can be hard to admit like sometimes for me in my previous experience it was hard to kind of let go of my ego a bit when I did you know notice that I was doing these things or you know Ellie pointed them out to me but you just have to be truly honest with where you're at what you're noticing in your life to be able to make the change so we wanted to start off with something that a lot of people do um, something that I have done in my past, especially in the workplace, um, and that is overcompensating. So overcompensating usually happens when you feel like you owe someone something or you feel like you're not enough. It usually comes from a place of just not feeling good enough and overcompensation is usually just trying extra hard to impress people or saying yes to things that don't fill you up anything and everything because you think that it'll make someone else happy or make you look better feel better etc yeah totally and it's also kind of 
like the feeling of it would be easier to just overcome say or say yes to this person because I don't want to address the feeling of Mm -hmm. what would happen if they got a little bit upset with me or that felt more scary. So overcompensation Mm -hmm. happens then. But really that's just a sign that you don't have an immense amount of respect for yourself because when you are overcompensating, you are not allowing yourself to share and stand up for what actually feels good and what makes you feel your best. So Mm -hmm. take a look at where you might be overcompensating or maybe even observing other people overcompensating. How can you address that and acknowledge it and try to say no or try to take a step back and realize that you have the control to not necessarily do that every day. Mm-hmm. Another big one for us that we used to kind of do a lot, especially for me, is apologizing too much. So I noticed this all the time. I would say sorry for absolutely everything. Even if I bumped into a wall, I would say I'm sorry, wall. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Literally everything. Yeah. Or like we'd sneeze. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, we would like trip on a chair. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, and it almost became just like a habit. It's a habit. And we, we started really kind of holding each other accountable for mm. stop for apologizing. Yeah. It's like, what are you, what are you apologizing for? You have nothing to really be sorry for. And an apology is also such a powerful thing. Like Mm. if you truly make a mistake and you owe yourself or someone else a true apology, when you over apologize, Mm -hmm. that sincere apology is lessened. It kind of becomes less heard and less important because you overuse overuse the word so over apologizing yeah that's totally a huge sign of mm-hmm. of not being in love with yourself mm-hmm. making excuses is another big one that just happens so often whether that's in you know our own heads or to other people mm-hmm. um, I always found myself just making excuses especially you know in my own mind it's like mm-hmm. okay I'm doing this because this 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 like I don't have to do this because of this and that really clouds you know my decisions my judgment of everything and it clouds my perception of myself too because it makes me feel like I'm always just making excuses for myself to not hold myself to a certain standard. Excuses sound so good to the person who's making them, Mm. but they just sound like white noise to everyone else. Excuses, they honestly, I honestly just don't think that they even matter. Like no one really cares cares about your excuses. (laughs) And it's, it's, it's like if you were supposed to do something and it didn't happen or you were making an excuse for yourself, just stop that. Mm. Honestly, it's it, it's not a way to live and it doesn't get you anywhere closer um, to feeling better or being in a better state of mind. Excuses make you feel better like in the moment, in the instance, but aren't helping your personal growth. 
really at all and excuses are natural like we still make excuses sometimes so don't think that we don't yeah we definitely but I think the thing that we do do is we're much more conscious of those excuses Mm. and we're able to kind of say like okay whoa like that was an excuse Mm -hmm. and how can we not do that anymore how can we get out of this excuse Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I guess is another excuse (laughs) (laughs) love it um another one that we wanted to um, shine some light on is toxic decisions. This is something ju- that is part of a lot of people's past, presence. Something that I dealt with a lot is kind of just treating myself like I thought I deserved. And that happens subconsciously. I, you know, a few years ago, I just made decisions that I thought in my mind I deserved. So whether that's eating unhealthy foods or just having too many, you know, late nights out, I kind of just treated myself in a way that wasn't fueling me. Mm -hmm. Me too. I would spend time with people who didn't make me feel good Mm -hmm. and I so badly wanted those people or those situations to Mm -hmm. make me feel good but really those were just toxic decisions because it wasn't contributing to who I wanted to be as a person and so whether that whether toxic decisions be Uh, unhealthy habits or who you're surrounding yourself with uh, or saying yes to too many things you are treating yourself like you said Mm -hmm. truly how you think you subconsciously deserve to be treated yeah yeah that's a big one (laughs) it's a big one I guess that kind of ties into what um, we had as our next big sign which was who you surround yourself Mm -hmm. with you surround once again yourself with the people that you think you deserve to be your friends. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we truly believe that every single person you meet in your life, whether they end up being a lifelong friend or a fair weather friend or someone who ends up hurting you, that you were meant to meet that person and you were meant to have that person in your life because at the time you probably did need them as someone who lifted you up or whatever the situation may be but you also have to be brave enough to take a look at the situation and observe how that person makes you feel from the inside out Mm. and people move on things change people grow and you don't have to stay friends or close with the same people forever Mm -hmm. and that doesn't necessarily mean that you are a bad person or they are a bad person it just means that space has been created and time has passed and you have developed a newfound love and respect for yourself to surround yourself with other people and new people who are contributing to your personal growth there is that saying that you are a direct reflection of the five closest people around you. Mm-hmm. And think about that for a second. Are you happy? Are you okay with being those people and, you know, being on that level? Like if you feel like the people you're around bring you down, you need to reevaluate that. Absolutely. Clay and I spend so much time <laughs> together that people always ask us if we are sisters twins twins Um, they're like what are you what are you are you related (laughs) which now we say sometimes we say yes just for to be funny and then other times we say that oh actually now we always say we're just soul sisters yeah but 
that has just become a huge compliment to us because mm-hmm. Clea embodies so many elements of a person that I want to be. And she's so charismatic and loving. And so for someone to see those characteristics in me mm. is, I, I cherish that and I value that. I'm like, yeah, we are sisters. <laughs> Made my day. Uh, a lost one. This is a This is a good one. This is a good one. So this idea of gossip, (laughs) we've all done it. We've all been victims of gossip. We've all chatted gossip. That I think is something, if someone tells you they've never gossiped, like I just don't know that that could be true. (laughs) It's not a normal. (laughs) Yeah. But however, there is definitely to a way to 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 practice too much gossiping actually I don't even know if you would say that's a practice but Uh, if you are gossiping too much if you are finding that you have more time to talk about other people in not a positive Mm -hmm. way that you are not focusing on yourself and you're not respecting yourself and you're not respecting others and most likely when you're not respecting others it's because you just truly don't respect yourself but gossip evaluate how much you spend talking about other people or other people's problems like do those problems be honest with yourself like do other people's problems make you feel better and Mm -hmm. I think that's such a hard thing for someone to admit but take a step back like that is just not healthy it's not fair that is not energy that you want to put out into the world and gossip can be so hurtful too so perhaps you've observed other people gossiping about you also just know that that is someone else's Mm -hmm. negative energy and it truly has nothing to do with you but find a way to to change that to spin that or even de- gently remind someone like hey yeah. I don't think you need to be talking about that like what's what's going on with you instead like how are you yeah changing the dialogue mm-hmm. you yeah. don't have to necessarily cut the every single person out of your life if they gossip that's not what we're trying to tell you it's just a matter of lifting your energy up enough to be brave and stand up for yourself and stand up for other people Put more love out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shift the conversation. Okay, so <laughs> now let's kind of feel the shift and the power of self-adore. So when you decide to kind of take action and do something to live in the power of self-adore, what does that look like? For us, that really started with showing the world who you are unapologetically, Mm. authentically living in your truth and in your light. And that kind of sounds like a huge, broad thing. Like, what does that actually mean? But specifically for us, what that meant was working on a company, Mm -hmm. working on Honey and Bee that lifted people up, that designed a product to make people feel better for you that might be volunteering at an animal shelter or Mm. even just treating the people that you interact with on a day-to-day basis with more inspiration more positivity and more happiness Mm -hmm. 
when you deliver those loving energies into the world, it comes back to you and you can start to see how that makes you feel. And that's where, you know, you start to realize that you are validating yourself from within and you'll start to notice that you don't need other people's validations the true empowerment is going to come from your soul and from within you, which is the most awesome part about this whole journey. Yes. Yeah. And what a lifelong journey Mm -hmm. too. It doesn't happen overnight or quickly, but it's just the practice of slowly starting to shift that energy into a place of positivity and, and stepping into it. Another huge part of the power of self-love and self-adore cherishing yourself is quieting the noise around you so quieting the noise of social media quieting the noise of other people in your life even not not that you Mm. need to block out the things that are lifting you up but it's about noticing what you are comparing your life to are you comparing your journey with someone else's are you comparing what you have to what someone else has or where other someone else travels to and what you don't have working on silencing that noise is truly the power of self-love and self-adore it is an action of direct respect for yourself and when you are able to do these things you will have an overwhelming sense of gratitude and love and you can feel it like mm-hmm. in your body in your soul in your like, soul i don't know vibrating mm-hmm. a lot of people ask us what's the moment that you really realize that you stepped into you know self-care because we do own a self-care company and we it's hard for us to answer that truly you know thinking about okay is there a moment And I don't think there is. It's just a collection of small habits that we've cultivated. Um, But the feeling that we just talked about, those are actual moments that I really realize the shift Mm -hmm. and the power of the shift. So how does it feel to live in the sense of self-adore? We've talked about, you know, the power of shifting and getting there. But, you know, how does it actually feel to implement these practices and live in your light the stepping into Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. having appreciation for small moments Mm. it's so so easy to live for the weekends and live for the next big thing you have in mind your next big trip your next big conversation your next big meeting at work whatever it is Living in a light of self-love and self-growth gives you almost an invitation to have appreciation for these small moments. And these small moments are truly day-to-day activities that fill you up and make you feel like you are living the best version of yourself. It's feeling an overwhelming sense of gratitude for your your pet or a, a delicious meal you're made or the sun that's hitting your face when you wake up in the morning the feeling of all those things that make you feel alive yeah. is really special and so easily ignored like those things are so easily ignored because they just are day-to-day 
actions and activities, but noticing them will change your world. This was a big one for Ellie and I because we're huge dreamers. Like we have bucket lists on bucket lists, you know, notebooks filled with things we want to do, places we want to go. We will literally hop in the car and go for a road trip for three (laughs) days spontaneously. Yeah. So, you know, a few years ago, I personally used to look forward to only the weekends and I didn't really notice that about myself until I took a step outside and was thinking about, okay, when am I even truly happy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that for me, that was the weekends because that was the time I got to be creative and just kind of live a freer life. Um, and I know a lot of us probably feel this way. You know, I feel this way even sometimes as well when I have a hard week, but if you really do start to shift your mind and appreciate these tiny moments and you have to create them, they're not just going to happen. They're but- a True. butterfly isn't going to fly into your window and <laughs> maybe <like> it will, <laughs> but you have to go out there and create these moments for yourself. Yes, absolutely. It, it, conscious action, mm-hmm. conscious, conscious action. And then the feeling will overcome you more and more and then your body will start to memorize this feeling of gratitude, which is the most beautiful thing ever and you start to just kind of wake up with it. And then you seek it. Mm -hmm. Then you strive for it. Mm -hmm. Once you feel what it is like to live in those precious moments you crave it sort of like a really good exercise yeah ellie and i are big on reactions so this is a big part of our appreciation for small moments is like when i have ellie try something that i cook or we just go to a restaurant i i seek her reaction i'm like like i know it fills clay up to be like wow yum yes (laughs) (laughs) but it's always genuine too yeah we i feel like we have reactions positive or negative yeah yeah (laughs) um the other thing of truly truly living in self-adore is reprioritizing so if you know something does fill you up it's prioritizing that to be a part of your everyday life or at least frequent life you know if it's something that for instance, it's, if it's travel that really inspires you and resets you, for me it is. It is travel and going places and discovering new mm-hmm. spaces. And that isn't something that I am able to do every single day. So what I ensure to do is make sure that I have these these travel destinations or places to Mm. that I plan and take action to make those happen and then in my day-to-day life instead of just focusing on when am I going to get to do that or when am I going to get to go to that destination I will explore a new coffee shop or I will go to the farmer's market or explore a new neighborhood Mm -hmm. around getting the sense of what fills you up is possible in your everyday life this gives you a sense of feeling in control and feeling like it's up to you to determine your happiness. Going back to the whole social media thing and kind of tying it into this, it's so easy to kind of see people's realities and feel a little bit of jealousy. You know, seeing people travel places on social media, that's a huge thing that people talk about. But you don't see the steps that they've taken to prioritize that for themselves. And you don't know how accessible it can be for you if you do you know, take the time and make the steps to just think about what you want to bring into your life and really make that happen. So true. So true. 
So I guess that's a little bit of also saying yes to more positive Mm. things. So if you need, you know, the fuel of of a travel destination or a, a class that makes you feel good, say yes to the things that truly fuel you. Um, a lot of times we say yes to things that doesn't mm-hmm, fuel us mm-hmm. for the sake of someone else or yeah. for the sake of pleasing a, f- a friend even. And imagine if you said yes to yourself, like, yes, I'm going to go do that today. Yes, I'm going to go explore. I'm going to rest if that's what you need. Saying yes to those things is so important and a true sign of living in this feeling of self-adore. Something that um, comes to my mind that I really remember that Ellie and I had a conversation about a while ago was um, I was at a time where I needed to make a change in my life and I wanted to move on from a job that I had. And Ellie and I had a really, really, you know, strict conversation about just like not disappointing yourself. So she was like, you know, imagine Mm -hmm. feeling you know, the feeling of disappointing all of these people that you think you're going to disappoint because that's probably the main reason why I didn't move forward with moving on. The fear of disappointing people. But imagine if you didn't do this and feeling completely disappointed in yourself. It's the difference between disappointing the people around you and disappointing yourself. Like um, when you look at the comparison, just black and white like that, Mm. it should become a lot easier to say yes Yes. or no (laughs) or no. Another big one for us and something that we've been noticing like so much almost daily lately is energy and the sense of attracting the energy that you want in your life and just having a feeling that things are happening organically, things that are meant to happen are happening. I think that, you know, when you actually put yourself out there and do the things that you love and shine the way that you're meant to shine, you'll start to notice that these people, you know, as like, just like the quote we were reading earlier from Cleo Wade, like light attracts light, love attracts love. Things will come into your life if you put yourself out Mm, there. Yes. So true. So the essence of self-adore is taking care of your mind, body, and soul. You are practicing your most authentic, self-loving, self-cherishing, treasuring, most respective self when you are caring for, nurturing, and healing the mind, the body, and the soul. So you will not always be able to fill the mind, body, and soul to the maximum, to the most inspiration, to mm. the best feeling <laughs> you could always feel. That would be a lifelong job and that would feel perhaps almost unproductive because you probably wouldn't be able to do other things throughout the day. It's how can you do small things or perhaps focus on one of those areas? It's the seeking to be fulfilling those three things within yourself to give you the most well-rounded self-love experience and journey that you can have. We've created something that we like to call a self-adore checklist. So the self-adore checklist is a daily checklist that we hold ourselves accountable for, we hold each other accountable for, and now we want to extend this to you. These are things that we've practiced over the past few years 
that have really shifted our mindsets and allowed us to live in self-adore. So we have three main areas that you have to check off every single day. These are non-negotiable. So the three areas of the Salvador checklist are the mind, the body, and the soul. So the mind can include things like practicing self-care. This is all about just addressing your mental state, your mental health. How stressed are you? Are you feeling anxious today? You know, where are you at in your your mental health journey today? Like, what can you work on? Some of the things that we have loved, you know, incorporating to take care of our minds have been a lot of therapy, <laughs> a lot, um, meditation, slowing down, just doing your day a bit slower and noticing how that feels. Positive affirmations have been huge, intention setting, journaling, reading, just filling our minds with beautiful things. And if meditation or therapy sounds not like something you're interested in diving into right now or that doesn't seem like something for you, filling the mind could also easily being as you're driving home from work, Mm -hmm. looking outside and noticing how beautiful the sky is, how beautiful Mm. all the green grasses if you go on a morning walk. It is simply filling your mind with more positivity than negativity. It is the difference between positive energy coming into your life and letting go of negative energy. The next area on our checklist for self-adore is the body. This is something that I've honestly struggled with for a long time. I've never truly felt like I've been the most, you know, healthy version of myself, but I've been working on that. And that's, you know, positive steps forward in any way you can, acknowledging where you currently are, being okay with taking the small actions is something that we really encourage you to do. So nourishing your body can be Anything from the food that you're eating, you know, the food that you're cooking, what you choose to put into your body, as well as moving your body, getting the exercise, treating your body as it deserves, stretching, going for a walk. This one was important. This is important also to acknowledge because a lot of times, sometimes we focus so also so heavily on the body like I gotta Mm -hmm. hit the gym I gotta take all these classes it's so much pressure and there was a point in my life where I was going to the gym all the time I was Mm -hmm. taking a bunch of classes I felt stronger I had built the muscle I had I, I was confident in my body because I was working really hard on it but however when I took a step back I wasn't healing my mind I was using the gym as a distraction to from all the things that I was feeling and the unhappiness that was actually kind of rooted in my mind so if you feel exceptional in one areas that's amazing and good for you because it's hard to do (laughs) one of these areas amazingly well and fulfilling But we would also just encourage you to take a step back and look at the other areas as as well to make sure that you are seeking to fill all three of these things. 
the last self-adore checklist item is the soul. Filling the soul with passion, with creativity, with happiness, with inspiration, with love, literally with sunlight. Like I do this meditation every morning (laughs) or sometimes evening at some point throughout the day that imagines literal physical sunlight (laughs) streaming into my body. And for me, that works because I can feel the warmth and I can feel the light of it coming into my body and then exuding. It's kind of like that quote, face the sun and the shadows will fall behind you. And I feel like that is a good essence of of the soul Mm -hmm. it should be always filled with light and love and this can be in the form of writing writing things down getting getting your ideas out filling yourself up in nature whenever we connect to the trees and the earth and just standing outside that's so grounding and so so connecting for the soul nature is amazing because it also connects the mind body and Mm -hmm. soul so if you need a place to start Go on a hike. hike. Take a hike. (laughs) Take a hike. Go to the beach. You are like a beach queen. Mermaid. And I think that something to remember for this self-adore checklist is it really is quality over quantity. And for us, that's all about being completely present while you're doing these things and actually noticing, you know, how you feel while you're doing them, but acknowledging the progress that you're making afterwards. Yes, definitely this idea of striving for balance. And something I also wanted to mention was don't do these things for the sake of sharing. Mm. And I think we live in a world of constantly oversharing, overdoing. If I if I went on a walk this morning, did it even happen if I didn't take a yeah. picture of it yeah. and it's just so easy to to do that we're all victims of that I do that all the time because I want also to inspire people yeah. to do these things it's a fine line it's a fine line <laughs> so just be conscious if you want to share your morning walk or your morning ritual or mm. whatever it is a book you're reading do that But then have the balance. Maybe the next time you read the book or the next time you go on the walk, just do it for you. I think that's something to keep in mind as well. The quantity over quantity and the sharing versus not sharing. Something you've taught me, I used to like Instagram story things and then post them immediately. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really know that that wasn't how it worked. (laughs) And you're like, what are you doing? It can work that way, but (laughs) hack. Yeah, hack. Live in the moment. If you want to snap a few pics, a few vids, do it. Do it and then sa- Do it quickly. Save them. Mm-hmm. And then post it later. Post yeah. on your downtime. Post it when you're cozying up with tea yeah. and reliving the moment. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good hack. <laughs> <laughs> so hold yourself accountable for these things. If it's hard for you to get moving or stretch on the floor, if it feels impossible to hit the gym, tell your bestie, tell your mom, tell someone that you're trying to strive for these things, someone that you trust. Tell your cat, literally your goldfish. (laughs) When I was in high school, I had this goldfish. What? I have literally this little goldfish. It was like 15 cents from the pet store. Yeah. And this fish, (laughs) I would just tell everything to. That's so cool. And it was because, probably because I didn't have... No, I had, I had, had I had friends. I did. I shout out to 
Andy <laughs> and Allie oh and so many God. other people. But anyways, tell someone, tell someone who can hold you accountable for mm-hmm. these things and allow that person to call you out if you're not doing anything that's a huge part of the journey too is is getting better it's a practice and I think that that um is is hard to do but helpful Mm -hmm. if you have that person by your side and you know we encourage you to not beat yourself up about things I'm definitely guilty of being very hard on myself and getting extremely frustrated when I make a mistake and Ellie always has to kind of bring me back down I cry in her arms all the time when I do things that just you know are frustrating but you just have to let it go and realize that it's such a journey and you will make so many mistakes but as long as you're you know doing things every single day to lift yourself up and go in the direction of self-adore, you know, that's all that you can do. And that that is your best. So true. Take the pressure off of Take yourself. Take the pressure off. Yeah. You Let deserve it. it. <laughs> Out the door. <laughs> okay. So the biggest part here is let your intuition guide you. Let your soul guide you. Let your gut guide you. You have it within you to know what the next move is. Mm -hmm. Let it tell you what you need to do and how to do it. And if that seems confusing or abstract or hard, sit with it. Literally sit with yourself and it will come. I I really think that's true. It really does. It It comes in the most silent moments. Yes. So be open to it. If you, if you're unclear of how to start or if you're not, if you're already living in it and you just need a boost, sit with it. Like it will, it will show its light to you and you will know what the next step is. And that is exciting and that's kind of like the 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 best part of self-adore is finding those little nuggets of mm-hmm. how to work on your mm-hmm. personal growth and listening to it when it just is at your door yeah the most exciting part is that it is a journey and we just fill ourselves up by discovering new things that make us feel our absolute best and that's really what fuels us to keep going so We hope you enjoyed our self-adoring episode. This was one of our favorites to do. And we hope this inspired you to think about ways that you can bring self-adore into your life and really allow yourself to shine to your fullest potential. And really understand the power of what it feels like to step into it. The mind, the body, the soul. These three things should be front of mind every day for you to be pushing yourself and striving for living in the light of self-adore. So like we said, if this was helpful for you, please leave us a review. We are sending some face masks, crystals, and love notes to people who screenshot their review (laughs) and rate our podcast. You can email us your screenshot to selfadore at honeyandbe.com, honeyandbe.com, or screenshot your review and send us it on dm Mm -hmm. please share this episode with someone you love it means the world to us we think that someone else could use this as well be sure to chat with us in our facebook group search for self adore it's a secret safe beautiful facebook group where we are chatting 
all things self-adore, self-love, self-care. And if you have any questions, we will be answering some of them on our pods. So email them to selfadore at honeyandbe.com and we will chat with you later. See you soon. Thanks for tuning in.